Shabbat Shalom. Buenos dias. Hello. Welcome to Mountain Mosaic, the podcast formerly known as The Puntcast. The name change stems from the two pillars of the podcast itself, hope and a deep, deep desire to avoid being sued by a grassroots football podcast. What? Are you freaking kidding me? This changes everything. Wait a second. Sit back down. Hold your horses. Easy, slugger. It actually doesn't. The audio quality is still incredibly mediocre. The hyena laughter is vibrant as ever. And hopefully you find the conversation honest, thought-provoking, maybe even inspiring. And at the very least, that incentive you finally needed to start a punk rock band. Hello! Today, me here in local bakery here to talk about a word. Important. Yeah, when something is important, it means whole lot to you. For instance, uh, oh, look, look over here. See, take this oatmeal cookie. It's important. It means whole lot to me. Welcome to episode three of Mountain Mosaic, which is conversations exploring mentorship with Tyson Martino and Knut Rocky. Knut, if I said your last name wrong, I'm sorry, it's 12.09 a.m. And like you said in your interview, you're just like Cher, baby. I don't need to know the last name. I just need to know Cher. There you go. Um, episode three. I thought it would be really cool to get two perspectives from two different generations about a similar topic. Um, the conversations are very unique. I think they turned out really awesome. I'm very, very excited to share it. I think they're both really cool little snippets of storytelling. Um, thanks to Tyson and Knut for being amazing friends, amazing members of the community, and for sitting down and having a conversation with me. I'm psyched. I left the conversations largely unedited for a specific reason. Um, I went into the both of them with certain questions, trying to explore this topic of mentorship and sort of get a better understanding of why mentorship is so prevalent in the climbing community and why that prevalence is important. And if you focus on it during the interviews and you think about it a little bit, you can hear it. Not in the sense of the direct answers, but in the sense that with Tyson and I talking, you can tell, not that we're immature, but that we're just young and that we're not molded and that we don't have those experiences yet, or at least such a wealth of them. But our psyche is there and our honesty is there and we touch on the same ideas and then I talk to Knut and it's the same ideas and the same psyche but it's been molded over, you know, decades and decades. And so I thought that that was just so interesting in that, that I can't, I don't want to speak for Tyson because, but I don't feel like I have a good grasp on mentorship because I'm simply not there yet. And 
I've blindly benefited from it. And this kind of opened my eyes to that. So I left it unedited for that purpose because I think highlighting the inexperience is important because it shows that beautiful, beautiful process of growth. Um, On that note too, thank you to all of my friends that have taught me something or gone I'm going to keep it simple. Thank you to all of my friends. I love you all so much. You make life so much better. I'll probably split this these conversations into two different episodes just to make them a little more digestible. Um, up first is my conversation with Tyson. Tyson is a goofball with a heart of gold. And an incredible amount of passion and caring for the people around him and the activities that he partakes in. Um, the fire burns bright in Tyson Martino. Wow, wow, he's a very nice. And yeah, so I'm here with my friend Tyson Martino. How's it going, Ned? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Awesome. Yeah, doing We're well. up in a weird loft in my folks' room, in my folks' house. Super cozy, cozy super cozy. Yeah, I'm digging the loft, man. Really (laughs) nice. Um, yeah. Um, Tyson, if you just want to start with, like, a little bit about yourself, what's going on in your life right now, and... (sighs) Yeah, um, no, I'm just finishing up, uh, senior year here. Yeah, I I picked you up from school today. That was great. (laughs) Always really psyched to see you. I just got out of school. It's great seeing your good friend, climbing buddy. After a long day of school, I I like rolled up in my mini van. I was just waiting outside the parking lot. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, just finishing up school right now. Just fucking super stoked on climbing. You know, training a lot, getting ready for the summer. It's Mm -hmm. gonna be a big summer. How do you think that like school has affected your climbing? I think, if anything, it's just, like, motivated me so far, you know? It's, like, I gotta finish this. Um, it's something I have to do. And yeah, the sooner it gets, get it done, you know? The sooner we can just go and climb. And... Yeah, right. Do you think that um, <laughs> the time away from climbing and kind of in school has gotten you more psyched or has like affected your psych and made you appreciate it more? Or do you think that it's kind of just, or do you sometimes are just like, Oh, this is a waste of time. Um, definitely sometimes, you know, I think a lot of, like, a lot of times people just like, fuck, what am I doing here? But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's something, I don't know. It's kind of inevitable, I guess. Yeah. Everybody has to, you don't really have a choice. You. I think, yeah, I mean, in some ways, it can definitely psych you up, because, you know, you'll be, like, sitting in class, like, fuck, and then you just think of climbing, and you're like, yes, I'm gonna go training tonight, it's gonna be awesome, and then, yeah, I think that's sick. Yeah, definitely, and how long, you've, you've been climbing your whole life, pretty much, right? Yeah, I, so I started when I was, like, started when I was eight, my brother and I went to a... You Kyle. Kyle and and I went to um, his buddy's birthday party, and he was at the... At Chinook? I think he was at U of C. Oh, great. I don't even know, man. It was, yeah, 
I can't remember. I think he might have been at UFC. UFC Jack. <laughs> and then after that con, I was just joined the the club for a year. And then after that, it was we went to the team. And, and you're mostly just competing. And yeah, I didn't really start like out a little gym kid. Yeah, just competing, just like a little gym rat. Um, yeah, like as I was saying to you, like. I'd never really, like, outdoor climbing. Yeah, we started like, climbing outside around the same time, which much, is crazy. Yeah, like, I like I did, like, a little bit outdoor climbing with my mom and my brother. And Cam was my big partner. Mm-hmm. Cam, we climbed a bit out because we had a place in Kimberley, BC. So we climbed a lot at Lackett Lake. And then it wasn't until, like, two summers ago, really, when I got the full Bow Valley experience and <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. got really psyched on that. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think you're kind of interesting in that, like, you know, competition climbing and indoor climbing is almost morphing into its own thing. It is. Yeah. And it's like, people are really focused on it. And I mean, you know, just to be honest, you've seen, you've had a lot of success, like a lot of objective success in yeah. competition climbing, yeah. but you're not like, terribly i don't know don't don't, i don't want to put words in your mouth but no like you're not super psyched on it no i'm not and it's like for me it was something i was really psyched on before i sort Mm -hmm. of like realized the how fucking awesome outdoor climbing and how did that kind of come about that transition like what was happening in your life honestly like it was two years ago i was sorry just to get a time frame how old are you now so i'm a 17 i'm like 18 in two weeks here in february and uh i know that yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. um so two years two years ago i would have been around fucking 15 i think and that was just a year for me that i was not very like it was probably a low in my climbing career to be honest i just was like fucking around with henry a lot at that point and just goofing off on team just being a like a dickhead really and not really focusing on climbing and at that that year was the year i did really shitty i remember i came like second last at boulder nationals i think and i was just like fucking done man i was like not motivated not psyched it wasn't that i wasn't psyched on climbing it was like the competitions i was and i guess like, realize, like that's that was probably the only kind of climbing you really knew at that point. exactly yeah so it was like kind of competitions was it so and competitions are weird in the fact that like as soon as you do like good you're really psyched on them you know like i love i fucking love comps you know you come first second third you're like i love comps interesting and then as soon as you do bad you're like fuck comps you know so it's yeah weird that's kind of a like, weird it is thing weird hey it's hard to like I don't know, it's a shitty thing, but, like, if you do bad in a comp, like, it's still fun. Like, I still, like, love comps in the social aspect, even if you do good or bad, but then you do bad, and you're like, well, well, that's, you know? <laughs> Definitely. It's, like, that's totally, like, separate that from the social, because comps are always fun for the social aspects. Like, I love hanging out with the homies. Yeah, but, uh, definitely. And that's probably the biggest thing I take it at comps now is being able to just have have a good time sessioning some climbs with yeah with your friends that's always fun but anyway so after that motivation wasn't high for the comps anymore and and then that summer is when i met uh, i really started to climb and that's that's the year when i met luke dean beans otherwise known, known, as, as, beans. known as beans <laughs> his name is beans <laughs> and we kind of like we just fucking, like, had our own little rampage that summer. Yeah, you guys raged. Out in, the, out in the valley. And that just, like, I think the first time I went out with Beans to, like, acid fail, and it just clicked. 
this is where I'm supposed to be. And, and I never really even thought of it too much, you know? It's like, it just happened. And then the whole, we just spent the whole summer outside, and it wasn't like this, like, sudden, like, change. It was like, you know, it was sort of meant to be. Yeah, you know? I know, like, kind of like when... Like, I didn't think about it. You were just it. rolling with it. Yeah, you know, I was just like, this is just happening now. This just is, feels right. This is where my karma is going now, and it was right, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think that, like... Because, I mean, one has to assume that if you were not really psyched and, like, I don't know, not doing well, I guess, or whatever you want to say with competing, like, your mental health was probably not super high. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that, like... I mean, surely it must have affected the way that you felt outside of just, like, your climbing. Let's, like... I don't know, your technical climbing or your objective success, like, were you happier? Yeah, yeah, because the thing with outdoor climbing is, you know, it's not like a win or lose scenario. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna, it's just like the little successes, man. So. Yeah, Emmett and I were talking, when I was on the phone with Emmett, we were like, he was like, because he's kind of like, he's kind of just getting in the scene, he was talking about how, you know, the way he got into climbing was, like, going to Grotto with us mm. and just, like, seeing these goofballs, like, yeah. rip off of roots in January and, like, like, go around the fire like, like in Grotto. And, yeah. Like, yeah, like, this weird crag. And, yeah. And then he, like, said it was kind of shell-shocking to, like, go to the gym and, like, at a university. Yeah. And get this, like, weird bro culture. And, yeah, super weird vibe. And he was, one yeah. thing that he was talking about was, like, this weird, like, conquering aspect that... And it's not right or wrong, you know, like, I think whatever makes people happy, everyone's going to have a different experience with climbing, but there seems to be this thing where it's, like, like you said, like, you know, like, climbing outside's awesome because it's not you versus anything, like, it's mm. not, and sometimes there is that idea where it's, like, there's something to conquer, you yeah. know, or there's, like, yeah. something to dominate, or, yeah. like, and we were laughing because it, <laughs> it's funny, it's a funny thing to look at for conquering because usually when there's a conqueror and a conquered, both have feelings about it, but one of them's just a piece of rock, so it, <laughs> it didn't ask to be yeah, caught, it, it doesn't did. give a fuck, no, it doesn't not give a no. fuck. No, everything you, all the emotions that you bring to the rock are, is, that's yourself, man, like, <laughs> that rock, did, you, you did that to yourself. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the thing, it's like, with competition climbing, it's like, it's kind of, unavoidable that you have this ego to like win because mm-hmm. that's what you're you're in it to like you're doing if yeah, like at least why, if like, you're taking competition seriously like you're competing so you win so right? you beat other people so you beat other people and it's like really hard not to have that ego competing so did you find that that ego came with you outside no and that's the thing like outside i i just never experienced it like, you, that. like you are like you know like i don't like you you're one of the most humble people i know you know, and like appreciate that. Yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. No, I mean yeah. that. And like you, you, you know, objectively, you've climbed hard, and you have like all the reasons to brag, and you don't. And I think that that's cool. And especially, it's interesting coming from a competition background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Honestly, like, yeah. Two summers ago, when I started climbing outside a lot, it was like, yeah, just not not something I really like. Whoops. Oh, dang it. No. No. I, <laughs> yeah. No. The ego. It was just like. Not something I really thought of, you know. It was uh, just Luke and I had this special thing going together, and we just really enjoyed each other's company. Really enjoyed going outside and just climbing, and and there's, yeah, nothing to nothing to beat, 
nothing to win. You're just out there having fun, being goofballs. Yeah. Just having fun. Yeah, that's special. Yeah, so I think that's that's how it should be, and, and I definitely hope it stays like that. Absolutely. Because ego can definitely get in the way, uh, like outdoor climbing, you know. But Anything in life. Definitely. I think. Yeah. You know, it's like you can... Maybe it's such a shame, because I think a lot of it, like... And, you know, we're all... Pre- we're all, like... None of us are immune to it, and it takes effort and stuff, but climbing is something that, when you get into, you're so psyched, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's maybe over time, some of us, like, if you're not careful of it, we can, like, lose that psych to ego mm-hmm. for not, like, objectively succeeding a lot or, like, our friends are stronger than us and that... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a shame. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, so we're going to talk about mentorship and stuff, and... Because I think it's it's interesting and it's relevant to, you know, you're kind of on the cusp right now. Like, you're, like, you're young, you're psyched, mm-hmm. you're strong, you're psyched, you know, <laughs> which is awesome. And you're kind of on that mentored side, but you're also, like, starting to come into your own, if you haven't already, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but kind of just to finish up on, like, your personal background and who you are to get you, like, the people an idea... Um, what does it look like for you? What is, I don't know, not the next 10 years, but maybe just like climbing in your life and what do you want to do? Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's hard to think about right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, that's know? kind of a big question. <laughs> it's a big question because I'm just at the end of grade 12. Like I applied for uh, UBCO, mm-hmm. University of British Columbia in the Okanagan Definitely, if I get accepted, I'll be deferring because I, I do want that next year to be dedicated to climbing with the homies. and So, yeah, next year, that's hopefully it's just going to be a lot of climbing. And then when I go to university or if I do go to university, maybe next year will, like, change my life. And, and I'm just going to be wanting to, like, just keep going with that. Like, keep and going that's, with and those that's okay. vibes for a few I don't years. Think like, wrong with that. Yeah, if I, if I have that happen, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go with it. That's go cool. with the vibes, you know go with what I with like what I want to do and mm-hmm. but if it's time to go to university you know maybe maybe it is I'll go and I'm always gonna climb though you know so it's, it's like if I can get out on the weekends that out in out in the uh, Kelowna dude, there's I'm, so much like have you heard of KLO yeah I you've told me about it before yeah right? and like yeah my friend Jordan put up a bunch of roots there yeah yeah, yeah. the guy that I met at the gym today oh okay yeah Sick. that's how he knows Jordan is they oh. developed together cool yeah, like Boulder Fields. There's a scene God. too. Yeah, yeah it's such a scene. Super rad out there. So, I don't think I'll have any shortage of climbing if I go there. Hopefully, cool. <laughs> hopefully, <Yeah>. we'll see. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> university seems like its own big thing. So. Yeah, I don't even. That's I don't know. That's a beast. I'm not really familiar yeah. with. The way Han talks about it is crazy. Yes, no, it's pretty wild. Just like this mental test i don't know everyone's like oh man climbing like you're crazy you know it's like (laughs) not really dude like we do the same thing all the time like it's pretty comfortable life it's pretty comfortable we have no pressure like i guess we're like a little dirty and we kind (laughs) of eat gross at times (laughs) like that's the way it goes though you know you know like we're not I mean, at least most of the time, we're not, like, stressed or, like, having no telling no. us what to do. Crazy anxiety, yeah. yeah. We don't have to deal with that mm-hmm. shit. Okay, so, <laughs> um, another interesting thing, I guess, too, is that, from what I know about you, um, 
you've had a lot of good mentors. You have like some key mentors. Yeah, some great mentors for sure. Um, Canute in specific. Yeah. You've talked about him yeah. a lot. Canute is a great homie of mine. Um, really, really great guy. Like, cause there's, I guess like with the funny thing about mentorship is that it's kind of unspoken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It sort yeah. of just happens. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I guess, how did it happen for, for you? And like, if you have other mentors or. Yeah, well, Canoe was the coach of the elite team at the CCC. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess when I was 12, I joined that team. He kind of, he's always had like a really great eye for, for upcoming climbers. You know, he's, he's one thing he's always told me is he's able to pick out the climbers that he knows will, will like become something. Yeah, will be lifers and we're really, really passionate about it and who just have like talent. So he's always had a good eye for that and and he picked me out at a good age but I, I when I was 12 and so I I was I've been on his team since I was 12 um I guess he retired a few years back but yeah when I was pretty young I was I was on his team and he was always like super uh close to me he's always really um like a father figure to me yeah uh, yeah because I was one of the youngest kids on the team at the time so yeah, he was definitely a father figure to me on the team. And Did he, because, like, you know, you said, like, toward the end of your, I mean, you still compete a lot, a mm-hmm. decent amount at least. But yeah, definitely. Toward the end of, like, when you were really psyched on competing, and that was your main focus, you said, like, you weren't super stoked, you know, and, like, you were kind of done, and you were starting to transition. Did he help with that transition? Um, or is that kind of something To be you honest, know? he actually, so he retired Okay, yeah. Um, a couple years before, sort of, that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have to say, honestly, like, like no, I'm not, like, calling out the coaches at that time at all. No, definitely kids. not. Definitely not. No, no way at all. But I do think, yeah, if Canoe was, I don't, if Canoe was still on team, and he kind of definitely needed a break from the coaching himself. He's been coaching for so long. And so he had to get out of there, and so he was kind of out of the scene at that point, and think that was yeah i if he was still the coach i, I think i would have uh, been still pretty motivated interesting um, and you did you guys climb together outside do you guys climb yeah well, uh, we, we we recently we occasionally do um yeah we the past couple years we have for sure doing so far now we're doing awesome am i doing okay you're doing great yeah 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 no i appreciate it you're doing really good (laughs) um sometimes i have brain first now it's okay dude i just like yeah it's a weird thing to do it can be kind of awkward and kind of you know you ask a lot of big questions and you expect a lot of answers but it's hard to come up with these answers answers on the spot exactly so i i understand yeah canoe was just such a big like part of my climbing career it's like hard to pinpoint like the the exact things he's just done so much that's pretty cool yeah he's been really like just super helpful since a young age and and again like he's just such a great father figure to me and what do you think like i'm gonna ask some other questions more but like about like the personal relationship that you guys have or have had like Mm. what do you think like can you think of some specific things that you've learned or that Maybe have like made you into a bit of a different person. I guess one thing he he definitely taught me. One thing, one great thing that he's taught me was that uh, 
you know, you gotta keep, you gotta look at the, the, the bad days, the, the bad days are when you learn the most about yourself, so, again, like, on a team, like, on a team at such a young age, like, I was definitely, like, pretty, you know, you know, when you're a kid, you get super, like, emotional or frustrated, and you beat yourself up for, like, little things if you're climbing, like, yeah, sure, poorly that day or something, so, yeah, like, one, one thing that I, that he taught me was, like, definitely on the on the bad days or the days we learn the most about ourselves so i always from a young age like really thought about that and whenever i was having a bad day out climbing just try to learn the most about myself that day and, and move forward because cool because yeah the, the days we aren't climbing the best is the days we need to learn the most about ourselves and uh, yeah you don't learn anything from like cruising your project. no exactly so do you think that and i know that it's hard like you said because and climbing is interesting that way that your mentors just kind of happen and you sort mm. of just have this interaction with that generation above you. And usually it's a bunch of people and then one specific person, at least from what I've learned. Yeah. You know, um, and so it's hard to pick that thing out because it's just a part of your climbing day to day. Yeah. And I know that. And so I know it's kind of weird, but do you think that a lot of it is just leading through example or because or is there like those like kind of hallmark moments where they, you know, pull you aside and like, listen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I know what you mean. Uh, like, yeah. Have you had moments like that with mentors or with there people above you? Definitely. Or is a lot of it just like, you look at someone and you're like, oh. It's definitely like a mix of both, you yeah. know? Like, there's a time and place where, yeah, there'll be like one one great lesson that you learn and it's like one of those like, mm-hmm. sort of like movie scene moments where they pull you beside and you're like yeah like yeah <laughs> <laughs> slaps your ass <laughs> go get him son <laughs> go get him when Jackie and I were I think I told you this when we were um on the Faye Glacier and we were talking about Faye and we woke up in the <laughs> hut and it was this like full on whiteout yeah and I like get up at three in the morning and look outside and it's like dark and like stormy and terrifying and we go back to bed and we wake up till when it's light out and it's like you can't see like three feet in front of you yeah and we have to like we're like okay we can't climb but we have to get back i think i've told you this story oh yeah yeah. and we've got like a glacier to cross and the glacier was pretty active actually and kind of wild and so we were like there were these two guides staying in the hut and jackie and i were like getting ready and like roping up and yeah outside on the deck of the hut and this guide comes up and he's like you guys got knots in your rope i'm like Yep, and he like looks at Jackie, like, <laughs> slaps Jackie's ass with his ice axe, and he's like, "You got this," <laughs> and like walks away, and we were just like alone. We we're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> kind of a random, not very relevant. But, um, That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you think it's a mix, and like, I mean, because there's also more than that. There's also like those people that you've never met that you're just inspired by, or climbing movies. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, King Lines, dude. That movie, <laughs> that Chris movie, Sharma. Chris Sharma, fell in love with him in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess things like that, because, dude, he inspired me, like, so much as a kid. I just wanted to be, you know, just be like him, like, fucking climb. Like, I remember when I was a kid on team, I was just so, like, fucking in love with this guy that I would be, like, this 10-year-old kid, <laughs> like, super short, wearing, like, janky old, like, climbing shoes, like, with my chalk bag up in the stronghold CCC boulder room and then I'd be like fucking on the C2 like 
She's like trying to do like the Chris Sharma grunt, like sucks. <laughs> She's like as loud as I could because I thought it was so cool. And like, yeah, I think because it's like to me it was like, you know, when you get those feelings like after you watch like a superhero movie, like I want to be like fucking Spider Man, like he's mm. cool. And after the movie, you're like running around like choop choop choop. That was like Chris Sharma for me. I think. That's a great, like, inspiring thing that a lot of people, like, have. And that definitely make you grow as a climber. And I guess when you have that combined with those, like, you know, not, maybe not as much heroes, but real life people to look up to. Yeah. That you see every day at the gym or that you see going to the crag. Or yeah. That, yeah. That's like a really good combination. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. You know, because it maybe it becomes more personable. Do you know what I mean? And those... Yeah, and I mean, climbing is interesting because, like I said earlier, mentorship is one of those things that just happens. Yeah, like what she said, it's sort of like unspoken about, you know? Like, it's just... It's not like I'm going around like, yeah, Knut's my fucking mentor, you know? Yeah, or it's or not like Knut's such... just like pointing, and maybe when I talk to him, I'll, I'll learn that he was, but it's like Knut was like, I'm Tyson's mentor. No, no, <laughs> it's like, and, and Knut and like helped so many people I was going to say, he's like, like a he's figure. He's helped like so many people from Calgary out. Like, he's dedicated so much time to coaching. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people res- like really, really respect that guy. Why do you think that? That mentorship is like so prevalent and important in climbing? Because I get that it's in a lot of things. I think, you know what? I think it's, um, a lot of the times if we're struggling, we, we have a hard time dealing with that. And I think one of the greatest things Knut did for me, again, if I was ever struggling, it was he would help me get by that, you know? He'd help me find the positives in that and help me move forward and grow and not just stay on this plateau, mm-hmm. you know? Because everybody has plateaus in climbing. It's, it's like, it's a, it's a normal thing to happen. And you got to move, you got to learn to, like, use those as a learning tool and like grow from that and and i guess a lot of people can get stuck i think and and a mentor can really help you break past that and and keep because they've kind of they've maybe experienced that themselves and they know they like they're all fucking knowing you know canute is so smart he 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 knows his (laughs) shit man so because he's been around the block a couple times he's been around the block you know canute says something you don't fucking question it (laughs) (laughs) you know like oh man i i like yeah i really did believe in what canute said and and i think you know i think it's paid off at least i was gonna say and looking back do you think that was like foolhardy or like oh no not at all you know it was it was very helpful and it definitely made me grow so much as a climber and 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 lessons i still use today if i'm out projecting something and i'm having a bad day and i think back to when canoe was like you need to you know you need to use these as times to Mm -hmm. grow and learn and character building totally yeah Yeah, and i guess kind of what i got from that was climbing is this you and i were talking about this in the car is this interesting microcosm of a lot of things in you know, like, you just see a lot of people's true colors, and you, you experience a lot of extreme... I know it's so hot in here. Yeah. Like, it's fucking loft. Sorry, keep going. You experience a lot of, like, really extreme emotions Yeah. in climbing. And maybe that a lot of people don't in their everyday life, if you're not doing something like that, that brings out the best and worst of you at times, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I guess that's hard to deal with alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and yeah, it is hard to deal with alone. So just to have someone be like, "Yo, I've been there." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting, because you yeah, like you see mentorship in a lot of things, but in climbing, it's almost like just a part of the culture. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I guess kind of how we'll end this is like, are, are you coaching or anything right now? Or do you feel a desire? I mean, you're still super, super young, but do you think that you'll, you'll like one day? No, yeah, definitely. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off No, there. it's okay. I was still talking. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, I was talking to Canute uh, earlier this year or last year, I guess. And he said, if you ever get the chance to coach, you should coach because there's the side of giving back to the community and just, yeah, like you got to give back and, you know, there's only as many mentors as there are, you know, people who choose to do that, take that role. So totally. And I think it's, it is this passing of the torch. Yeah. You know, and so you, you get the torch and you take the light and then. Yeah. You pass it on. Well, like, I know Sam, or Knut was Sam. Well, Sam was fucking Knut was Sam's big <laughs> <laughs> Knut was Sam, Sam Tucker's big mentor. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> I might leave it in. <laughs> You're fucking fast. <laughs> Don't you know <laughs> Oh god, Canute was Sam's big mentor back in the day, and then it's so cool to see like Sam taking that coaching position, you know, in the previous years, and mm-hmm. and you know, Sam has taught me many lessons, yeah, me and I've too. had some great days out with Sam. So it's cool that like like at one point Sam was the mentor. Now he's the mentor. Yeah, that is kind of cool, hey. And I think I think that should go to a, yeah, just keep passing the torch down the generations and keep teaching these life lessons to the next gen- generation. Yeah. And I guess like I'll I'll end it with this question like and I kind of asked this a little bit but maybe we, it's a little more relevant to what we're talking about right now is Yeah. Like you know, you're like, yeah, like pass it to the next generation and pass the next generation. Why is that important? Like what what would happen without that, I guess? I think I think it'd just be hard for uh, I think it's just you know, it's not possible, you know. But I think it'd be hard for a lot of the younger guys to to persevere and persevere on their own and kinda kinda keep that motivation in psych on their own, especially when they do hit that mental barrier. It's really hard to break through that if you're by yourself and there's no one there to help you out. So I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons. No, totally. Man. Lot... And I think your mentors can be your friends too. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be some older dude. Like, no, no. I learn a lot from you and Luke and exactly. also from Sam and I've never really climbed much with Canute, but he told me when I first went to Asheville like two years ago, he was like, all right, Nat. He's like, I'll give you the beta for all tests. <laughs> Hit the sloper and back flag. And then take a deep breath and back flag way fucking harder. And I was like, okay. Take a deep breath. Now back flag even harder than you. Like, I guess just like little things too. Like, I remember two years ago when. I think it was the first time I ever back flagged. <laughs> yeah. Girl, come on, dude. 
Uh, Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. Like two years ago, um, Beans and I were at Acid Fail, and I think Beans just got off a burn on Sweet Thing, and Canoe was there too. And so we, like, he he lures off, and we're just like chilling. I think one of Canute and Beans' first interactions were Canute went up to Beans and was like, you're not a bad climber. Like, yeah, he was like, Luke, you Luke. don't suck. Well, yeah, he's like, Luke, you don't suck. And even little things like that can just be like yeah, super Yeah, Luke talks about all the time. Yeah, like, it's like, little, little things like that can be really, really helpful, especially if you're struggling and then someone like Canute, because, you know, we all know who Canute is, and someone that, like, that much knowledge about climbing says something like that that can help a lot you know that can mm-hmm. give you a lot of confidence cool man well i think that's perfect cool thank you yeah.